What's up, all my little roaches out there? Welcome to another edition of the Josh Potter Show. Tis I, Josh Potter. And uh, coming up here, live shows. Just look for me with Annie and Tom on the road in November. That's all I got for the time being in November. Then come December, I'll be in Buffalo, my home club, Helium Comedy Club, December 22nd, 23rd. Those tickets are on sale at Josh underscore Potter on Instagram, at J underscore Potter on Twitter. You'll find the links there. Other than that, though, let's kick it over to my guest. Johnny Pemberton's here, everybody. Hey, what's... Hey, oh my God, a full round. A full round of applause. What you got going on, dog? Plug everything off the the rip. I got no shows right now because I'm on this secret show. Yeah, that's right. You're shooting things. Amazon secret show. It'll be out in two years or three years, and I can talk about it then, (laughs) but... uh, it's very cool. So Dude, I I'm, hyped, I'm hyped about it. I can't, we're not going to talk about it, but I'm hyped. I mean, we just talked about as much as I can talk about, basically. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I'm hyped for you. Amazon show. I got no dates, though. Maybe, you know what? Look out for the spring. Ooh. Look out for the spring. The springtime. Just check out my websites. Check out my socials. Check out my podcast. Check out Live to Tape podcast, and you'll figure it out. Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I'm always fascinated with your acting tales because i know of you as a obviously hilarious comedian and you're right. a great actor you've been in so many things that are like cool to me and you've also done auditions that i think are cool like you were telling me you did really? that that uh, larry bird audition for the oh i i think i was telling you how i passed on that and i should not oh, have passed sh- on it yeah but would you have been able to be larry bird no but at the same time the person who they got for larry bird i think i could look more like larry bird then he looks like Larry Bird. Also, the Larry Bird thing is not so much, obviously it's the looks, but it's the persona. Because Larry Bird was like a, he was a badass. Right. He was a kind of a unconventional hard ass. And that's a special thing. Yeah, you know no, I mean? that was a special, uh, th- they kind of captured that, I guess, but that guy- I haven't you, watched it, so I don't you even know. You haven't watched it? Yeah, I mean, they showed, I didn't know that Larry Bird was such a prick. Oh my God, but he's Until like a I perfect that. prick. He's like a good prick, you know what I mean? But what's he's cool like, about that show is they make him like comic book character versions of them. Do you know oh, what I'm really? saying? I see. I don't, I gotta see it, I guess. But yeah, you gotta watch it. Even fun. Jerry West was pissed about it because he was like- Yeah, but he's pissed about the whole thing, right? He just pissed that they made it and like, well, I, well, I wanted to be in there. Yeah, <laughs> well, he's How come I there? wasn't, you know, but like in it like every day. I get what you're saying. Jerry, well, they you brought like him the into color of this? They brought him into consult did, and okay. he was like- ah, this isn't how it happened. And they were like, well, this is kind of a dramatization. You know, we're not like... We're trying to make it look interesting, not necessarily completely and totally realistic. And evidently he didn't like that. People never like things. They're always like, oh, especially if it has something to do with them, they always get, they always complain about how it comes out. I feel like that's the case, you know? I was always... Stephen King always complains about how his books were done. Right. It's like, hey man, this is... He doesn't like The Shining. Yeah. Like, oh, who who should have done it better? Well, then he tried to do it better, didn't he? For TV? I don't know. Probably. I'm Rob, really sure. you would know, right? Yeah. He, did. he tried to do it himself, and it was for and it made it to television. Yeah. And it was dog shit. Makes sense, because he just you can't you can't do what Stanley Kubrick did. Right. Not to say that his books his books are amazing, but they're different things. I feel like when people say, Oh, the book is better, doesn't make any sense. It's like saying, oh, this this cat is able to get in a tree better than this horse. Well, when you say the book is better, you're just saying that my imagination is better than what they saw. The book is- Which is like a a really like, oh, is it? You know what I mean? The book is actually better. 
Yeah. The book is actually better. <laughs> oh, I've read. Oh, I've read them. <laughs> uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Ever heard of it? Books better. Have you ever watched Game it's of Thrones with someone better. who's read the books? Oh, exhausting. You can't because they go, oh, oh, wow. I'm surprised I didn't. Um, oh, sorry. It hasn't happened yet. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised. Oh, they did that. Okay. This new, this new dragon show. I love it. You love it? I really do. I, I am so bored by it. Well, that's the thing why I like it because it's not like Game of Thrones. It's like a dramatic show. It's just, um, it's, it's a dramatic show that just happens to have dragons. It's really just you're watching people argue and be like bitchy and stuff. It's like a reality show essentially. I'm not uh, some, you know, woke head or anything like that. A woke but I'm head? saying in my brain, yeah, I don't know what the word is, but yeah, I'm saying I'm not head. offended by it, by it or anything like that, but I do find it incredibly odd in the climate that we're in with you know me too and grooming and things like right. that that so many women are standing the uncle character i think that's because they think he's attractive yeah but it's You're talking about the the blonde guy right yeah and he's like fucking his underage niece and yeah, they're doing you know it in like such he makes romantic her ways that's the <laughs> I thing guess, i guess if you if you get him off, it's like you know that's all that matters. He's an attractive guy. He's interesting, yeah. and he's kind of like a, he's a bad boy. He's a bad oh, boy. Oh yeah, because it's like also taboo because it's my uncle. I think that just where the the whole thing is gonna meet behind the backside of the circle, and it's gonna be the woke heads are like, um, you know what's okay is incest. Yeah, <laughs> incest is okay. The other side, it's like the horseshoe comes around. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's that. Well, or, another uh, show that's kind of the same thing where I thought it was funny. I'm like, why not put it in the LBGTQ category? Is the Dahmer show. They did put it in the category and they got right. in trouble. I think that's uh, regressive to take it out of there. I think everything is bullshit and <laughs> nothing actually matters. And everything is just the voices of 10 to 15 people. And yeah. they just go, okay, we'll <laughs> take it out. doesn't matter, even though it's the gayest show ever made. <laughs> it was In a so, good way. In a good it way. It was such a gay show in a great way. Yeah. like I thought. Total fan service constantly. Well, why should straight white women get all the glory with victimhood in the serial killer shows? Totally. Why can't we have some gay representation and black representation for that matter? And the best thing is, you heard what Dahmer said. That's the big thing they always they always uh, kind of gloss over is that Dahmer was killing people, the people he did because he was really attracted to them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was, he was uh, a very much very interested in people who are black and brown. Don't yeah, really they tried to uh, get him on a, a hate crime. Right. I said a hate crime. That's a I love them so much crime. Yeah. Not a hate crime. It's funny how that's the case. It's like a thing where, yeah. <laughs> he's I, so dumb. Well, I, I just, I liked him so much. I just <laughs> didn't want him to leave me. So I thought that I'd... um. I zombified them and they died. Took his car keys and then made him some <laughs> coffee. I kept laughing the first couple episodes of that show because the voice, because I'm from Minnesota. Yeah. Did my, you, I was going to say, did you try out for that role? No. That was Evan Peters probably from the get-go. I think, think Evan Peters and Ryan it? Murphy have a thing. Uh, so it's like, he just probably wrote it for Evan, Evan Peters. Peters, yeah. Now, Evans, I, I can't do little, that. I couldn't do that. I could not do that. Really. I was taken out of it because I was like, this guy's just doing Joe Para. Uh, someone else said that to me, but I think 
for me, it's not the case because it's just that's what people sound like from Wisconsin. Sure. They sound a little Chicago, a little Minnesota. It's that weird kind of like thing in the middle there where you're going to, oh, do you want to get a brat? Now, Buffalo is like that mixed with Boston. Oh, that's what is Buffalo accent? It's just a flat A. So flat I'm from Cheektawaga, and we went down to the mall, and I'm going to buy a. Uh, I can't think of any more flat A words. Flat A, flat. Yeah, it's just we just talk like this. It. It's like a, it's a drawn out ver- Like yours is a little more peppy, sort of. But that's the <clears throat> the Dahmer one is so slow. Yeah, that's what they say. It's like paras because Joe talks so slow. I'm from Buffalo. That's like the you know what I'm saying. But Dahmer's like, oh. Oh God, I can't even do it anymore. Yeah, I can't even. I can't <laughs> do it. Time. I'm not a voice guy. Oh, I, did, I did this. Had this character I was trying out where he's the guy that they found in the uh, Milwaukee airport. Ryan Murphy found him. He's the consultant for Dahmer. Mm-hmm. They have him come. He's just some out of work welder from Wisconsin, and he sits there in the writers' room. And it's like, oh, actually, I he would probably have a beer now. <laughs> Even though he's at work, I think he'd want to have a beer there. <laughs> like, really? Like, yeah, because the boss, they don't care at all. <laughs> and he, they just feed him in and out. And he's like, I can't believe you guys are paying for my lunch every day. It's crazy. <laughs> they just get me these double doubles and I get animal style fries. Heck, they're good as hell. <laughs> I mean, is it cool if I have beer in here? <laughs> they're just like, fine. Oh, hey, you guys, any of you guys here got some Coke? <laughs> I could do a toot if you want. A toot. I'm not gay or nothing, but you know. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, it gets really regressive. They just found him in the airport and they pay him like 400 bucks a week. And he's like, oh my God, are you sure this is too much? <laughs> he's the cons- he's the Milwaukee consultant, the dirtbag consultant. That's hilarious. I fucking, I don't know. I have spent... A lot of time up in that area, Milwaukee, I've been to a bunch of times. Yeah, me too. And uh, there's another accent there that's not that. It's M- like my ro- my old roommate had it. Is it the Milwaukee accent? It's something. It's like they all have this weird- Well, there's the Chicago accent, which is kind of a bit more like this. It's kind of a bit like, uh, eh, so you're drinking some uh, Red Bull, huh? No, it's like it's a, a, there's like this millennial Milwaukee. Oh well, tone. I don't know about that. I don't know. It's strange. It's I just like don't know a, how my uncle you, Dave sounds. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I how, watch uh, Star Trek. When did you move to LA? <laughs> a long time ago. No, I mean, I mean, like, how old were you? Did you live in Minnesota? Yeah, I grew up there. Okay. I grew up in Minnesota. Went to high school there. I only lived in Minnesota. Went to college in Florida, Florida State. Florida State. Yeah, Florida State. And then uh, moved here. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Some like serious redneckers. Did you go to Florida some... State with any cool football players? Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, you don't see them. Yeah. I They're mean, not we... going to school. No, they are not going to school. <laughs> I didn't realize that until I had a uh, had a final for, I think it was like geology or some weird, stupid class freshman year. I walked in there and I was like, oh, this is the wrong class. It was full. I walk back out. I'm like, what the fuck? How am I? Th- I thought I'm in the right class. I was. It's just there was so many people there who never go to class and only show up the one time they That's have to hilarious. go for the test that I thought. I, also, I'm pretty sure there was two football players in that class. I saw them show up maybe twice. Amazing. Yeah. And they're just like, they pull up in a Ferrari. Like, How'd they get that? Oh. I don't even know. That was, def- <laughs> that was back in the, when, um, was it Wynikey? Not at Wynikey. Um, 
What was Winky? Winky. Winky yeah. was he's a kicker. He would have been a quarterback. Okay, Winky was the quarterback. Sebastian Janikowski was our kicker. Okay. And Seabass. Uh, who was the running back? Was really good. Trying Peter to Work. That year. Peter, okay. No, is that right? That Peter Work. Sound familiar. But I'm I'm he not a good. Big, I didn't. I'm not up on my other than like Deion Sanders. He was the first EJ Manuel. Mm-hmm. But oh. that would have been way before you. And then EJ Manuel would have been much. I mean, it would have been unless you graduated in 2014. Well, I'm a new <clears throat> sports guy too. You gotta remember that. I True. only started watching football two years ago. That's so, so. This is a funny thing. I, uh, I one day I was looking at Twitter and I mm-hmm. saw your tweet about you asked like, "What is the point of preseason football?" Yeah, and I answered it in the most earnest way, which was, "What did you say again?" I, I want to find it. I'm gonna find it here. Or maybe you can pull it up there. Yeah, I've been clearing my. Th- I've been. Uh, I lost my vo- voice at Skankfest. Uh, that was festival. recently though, right? Yeah, it was just last weekend. So oh. I got home on Sunday, had no voice, didn't have a voice. I had a set on Thursday night and I had like the lower register yeah. there. And then yesterday I came in and uh, we did a, a show and I I uh, got my voice back. But now I feel like I'm losing it again. I have it right here. Okay, here it is. Okay, so... Read what it says uh, since you have it there, Kirsten. To assess talent at the depths of positions. Hold on, hold on. To reset. So Johnny asked, what did he ask first? He said, what's the point of preseason games? Serious question. Serious mm-hmm. question. So I was like, well, I'm going to give him the, a serious answer. Because because I was saying this because none of the 18 plays. Cousins was out. Dalvin's out. Justin Jefferson's out. No one who you care about is playing. Well, before, so it's not the real team. Before really. we explain in the in the the thing that I wrote this year was unique in that why because is that? I don't know why and I and it's actually come to catch up with a bunch of teams because they didn't play their starters at all mm-hmm. and there also was one less preseason game than there typically has been because they changed it so it's only 3 okay. now and it's come to bite some teams in the ass because they it took them about 4 weeks to get into the rhythm right so what did I write as a serious answer to the point of preseason? You said to assess talent at the depths of positions in order to discover who might be able to step up in cases of injury and who might grasp playbooks and schemes or gel better than others in the ensemble of the roster. Mm. To optimize the depth chart and know your positions of strength and weakness, it's live action rehearsal you wouldn't get in any other type of practice context. And games have no bearing on standing so you can try things or persons that are out of character or applicable to certain moments. Nerd. Nerd alert. Nerd. <clears throat> Great answer, though. No, I mean, that's I, – I love preseason football. Really? And I kind of get mad that they took a game away because it kind of just changes the everything. And I am a nerd about it because then you get to learn the depths of everybody. And there's been guys – Sussel Wilson came out of preseason football. He wouldn't have a career if it wasn't for preseason Why, because he just showed up? No, because he was a third-round draft pick that they were playing uh, in, you know, during the preseason just to see what they were getting, you know, and he was he was lights out to the point where he usurped. What's that mean, lights out? Just like he he crushed it. Okay, he came out there and wowed everybody. People were like, "Holy shit!" To the point where they they paid Matt Flynn that year ten million dollars, like a huge contract. Matt Flynn off the bench in Green Bay. They paid him ten million dollars, like off the grip. And he, they benched him for Russell Wilson, a third round draft pick. And Russell Wilson, Matt the Flynn. quarterback. Yeah. Oh, so this is old stuff. This is like from I'm telling a, a an example from I guess 2011 or so. Yeah. But um, that happens all the time with mm-hmm. other positions. You know what I mean? Like 
So I was mad that they shortened preseason. And it's always fun to see guys battle for jobs. That's yeah, because really you want to see them. Too. Okay, that's it. Because you want to see them play as best they can. So they're really just trying to show, to show themselves so they can get, like, pick me. Jobs, yeah. Yeah, they want to get on the team, make it to the regular, playing regularly. Yeah, exactly. Got it. But, um, yeah. yeah, so you're just getting into football and that was a, but I thought you were trolling me after I wrote no, it. No, it was not. <laughs> I was like, oh, I shouldn't have answered so serious. Because I really just, uh, there's so much stuff I don't understand about football that it's fun to learn. Well, let's learn a little something yeah. or other. Let's get into the sports. Should have worn my NFL hat. <laughs> I have a generic yeah, you have the NFL. shield, right? I have the shield on a purple hat, so it's subtly Vikings. Like Rob Lowe. Yeah, like everyone keeps telling me that, but I did not know Rob Lowe did that when I bought the hat. I mean, how how could you if you're just getting mm-hmm. into the? It's like a meme, though. But um, I do that with baseball. I yeah. am. A, I wear the shield with baseball. I don't know if they call it the shield in baseball, but I wear the MLB I have like, crest. I wear the MLB crest because I everybody <clears throat> and I actually got called out for it recently because I was wearing a Phillies out hat. For it. Yeah, I had a Phillies hat on, and someone's like, "So, what team are you a fan of?" You're kind of all over the board, and I was like, "I've said it time and time again. I am a fan of all thirty teams. I have no favorites. You don't. I love baseball. Okay, so you're not like baseball is unique for you. You just like the sport. Yes. Yeah. Because there's no team from Buffalo. I kind of want to pick a hockey team. I'm going to get into hockey now. Buffalo Sabres, dude. They're the most fun team in the <sighs> whole NHL. See, I have no connection. I also don't. This is comes down to, for me. Do well, I why don't you Minnesota Wild? Then? Because it's, it's too much Minnesota teams, I feel like. What? I like the Minnesota Wild, but they're not the North Stars anymore, you know? I get that if a team moves and comes back. But, like... They're there. I mean, I don't know. Too many of where you're from is not is no such thing to me. If it's Buffalo, I, I want to be able to wear a classic retired jersey of a team. They wear. They have a uh, like the Nordiques old the jersey. The Minnesota Wild wear a throwback. Uh, it's called the reverse retro jersey. Really? What is but it? But it is the North Stars logo. It's oh. kind of like a mesh between the two. But how can they do that? Because the Stars are still a team, right? Well, the Dallas Stars are right. a team, but the they don't have any sort of lineage to. They don't go back and like. Use Minnesota's records. I is guess it they Stars do. Stars logo is that it right there? That is the reverse <clears throat> retro. So that's that. But they have another okay. one too, where they have the N, the North Stars. Maybe that's the wrong one. I'm sorry. I just don't. That's like the, the new name, one. That's this wild. year's reverse retro. Last year's reverse retro. Has is the, the Stars uh, have an N on it still? The Dallas Stars? No. So just a star. It's the Stars and yeah. the Star is an A. Okay. Right. Show me the Dallas Stars logo. I could talk about hockey all day. I, uh, I'm going to get into it this year, man. I'm going to get so into hockey. I watched the playoffs last year. I forgot how much fun it is electric. to watch hockey. It's the best. It's so fast. It's great. That's it's a the great Stars sport. logo. The cool thing about- I hate the That's Dallas a terrible Stars. logo now. That's terrible. The the, the Stars, the that, that old one from the 90s is better. If you go back, Rob. The dick ends. I don't know what- There you go. The dick Stars. No, no, no. Go back. It's already on there. Down to the third right there. Okay. That one's cool. That's okay, yeah. It's like Madonna, but like Madonna era. When I say, yes, exactly. And when I say cool, I fucking hate them because, of course, the Buffalo Sabers lost in all Dallas teams suck. To Dallas Stars. All Dallas teams, I can't, I can't abide. No, ooh, no, you can't. Yeah, because the cow, I hate I the cowboy. I don't care about that. Not a fig can't uh, abide such idiocy any longer. Yeah, 
Who is that? That's John Otto, legendary broadcaster oh. out of Buffalo, New York. Lost his mind. And really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what happened to his mind? Ah, he just started going crazy on the air. He was just... Oh. Uh, he would be on the on the uh, air late at night taking phone calls, and he would start going on to some rants, maybe some Kanye West-esque oh. rants. <laughs> but there they are. Look at Kanye, those. what a mistake. What is that? The some anti-Semitic rants, you think? I mean, there's just... You don't mess with them. <laughs> you can't. He should know better. You know what I find interesting about it is... How many black people are defending him? Oh, really? So I you go not, like I have not kept up at all. You I go like, like if uh, if the KKK were to have to choose here, what are they? What do you think they are thinking of this? Whole all situation? forty of them? Yeah. What do you all think? All forty they, of them in Indianapolis just <laughs> sitting just around I, smoking. I guess just uh, Nazis. I don't know. Whatever yeah. the the white racists. Do you think they're just sitting back going like? Hmm. Wait a minute. God, which one? I don't know. My friend is my enemy of my foe. Of my head. it's like a weird like yeah it's too much math for them they would probably just I'm, I'm out I'm gonna get pizza and just watch I always, old hockey clips I think at the end of the day this could be the thing sadly that bridges white supremacists with black people <laughs> is their hatred of Jews okay you um, know think about it because like I can't even think about it. I'm, the I'm, white supremacists I'm a, I'm a no think I have a no comment I'm a no think <laughs> they like the black people better is all I'm saying they just uh, I definitely... really think at the end of the day because you know they're like well they play for my favorite football team and uh, Jews don't so but the but the blacks and the Jews have a huge history I know I just said that like an uncle <laughs> but you know there's no, a lot of common a lot of commonalities big time you would think but they also collide Malcolm X used to say some wild shit he about did? yeah yeah I can see that there's uh, so much stuff that's been lost to time not so much lost but as in like let's just keep it buried let's yeah. keep it uh, let's keep the narrative fresh it's very very interesting to me to see as a person who just loves all people I uh, you know yeah. I think it's very interesting to see that if you hate somebody now, it's becoming a sticky wicket. I like and how do you hate keep your hate all types. Clean? I like. And I can hate. find I can find a type of every type that I hate. Oh I can, sure, of I can course. like individuals. Every individual <laughs> yeah. I like a kind. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I can find individuals in every group that I hate. <laughs> oh, exactly. And I can find individuals and in groups I hate that I like, and just everything. It's a it's a real patchwork. <laughs> it's a real quilt quilt of like and hate. Disinterest. Do you want to hear an interesting football story? I do, actually. Well, this is coming to us from Johnny Mo 3. Hey, Johnny Mo. So, this is about a Dallas Cowboy. Got it. And maybe we can actually convince you that a Dallas Cowboy is a good a good guy. Well, they're, they're okay. I just. <laughs> it's the fans. The Cowboy the fans. fans. Interesting. Well, let's see what happens here. A Dallas Cowboy superstar linebacker, Micah Parsons. Are you familiar? He's. Ele he's already electric. I just know Dak and of... Lamb. That's all I know, really. Okay. Dak is uh, not so great this season. Uh, but he continues to shine uh, on the football field. On Sunday, he led his team to a dominant 24-6 victory over the Detroit Lions. Parsons recorded his league-leading seventh sack of the season mm -hmm. in the win, but it was something that he did off the field that many people are talking about over the weekend. Recently, a video was posted to social media of a special needs student at Arvin High School in California being bullied by having his head shaved while others recorded the incident and laughed at him. Isn't that fucking nuts? It's, it's about as low as you can get. 
That is, cr- I mean, I can't believe bullying like that goes on. Do you, I don't even remember bullying like that when I was going to school in the 90s. No, we didn't have special needs. We weren't allowed in <laughs> school, so this would never happen. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> can I say no, that? Yeah, no, you okay. can. <laughs> I did. I, guess. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, you just went to a really smart school. That's all. I mean, yeah, super it's smart. It's not your fault. Super smart Catholic school that couldn't afford anything. They couldn't afford the special needs. Well, kids. Catholics are all can't afford shit because they're all goes to. You know what I mean, <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, oh yeah, the diddle this the skittle fund. Everyone knew what that was. Yeah, the skittle fund. The skittle fund. <laughs> Here, take a take a bunch of skittles and forget what happened. <laughs> Close the door. Send in. Uh, who's out? Who's waiting? Send them in. <laughs> the fucking. Uh, I mean, God, pay taxes at the very least. Catholic Church, come on. You know, how did they not have money? Well, because uh, they're a bunch of drunks, I think. Oh, they were uh, spending it elsewhere is what you're saying. I don't know. What they, I don't know. I think it's, they probably do have money, but it felt like they didn't because none of it goes to the school. It doesn't feel very, like a very enriched environment. It felt kind of like, um, kind of meager, I would say is a good word for how the school felt. Interesting. It was meager. Do you remember any bullying that you saw take place or did you have any happen to you? No, I was I was lucky. I feel like the school was so small that I had a lot of friends. Like I was really into music, playing in a band, and I had a lot of friends who were on the basketball team who were starters, and we would also play Dungeons and Dragons together. So Hell yeah. like a weird thing where nerds interacting with um, people who smoked weed, yeah. interacting with... There was very little... Fighting. I don't remember much. There probably was some stuff that went on, but it was pretty. I don't know. I've never that. played Dungeons and Dragons, but I mean, looking back, it's like, why not? Oh, it seemed greatest. like a diverse group of people. Yeah. You know, like you said, the stoners, the nerds, the even some jocks, I'd imagine, would get into it. But I just didn't know if, because, uh, like, you think about this. Remember in uh, Breakfast Club? Yeah. With uh, Emilio Estevez, he bullies the kid and he tapes his butt cheeks together. No, but that sounds bad. But that's why he was in detention. Oh, who do you Emilio do it to? to the, uh, some guy, he goes, you know, he's, not one of he's the guys. telling a story. Not, not, one one of, not somebody in the room. He was telling the story. He goes, you know, so-and-so, I don't remember the guy's name that he says, but mm. he goes, well, you know how hairy he is, right? I, I uh, duct taped his butt cheeks together. That was, and he was like crying when he said it on there. Really? And back in the day, I used to laugh at that and be like, what a weird, like they're like yeah. talking about this seriously. Like what a weird thing. I would laugh like that's hilarious. But then I grew older and I got hairy and I realized how. You are hairy. Yeah. If, they how much ta- of- if Emilio Estevez duct taped my butt cheeks together, like, yeah, that's taking skin off, dog. But it wouldn't stick because you got so much hair. Well, not if you really fucking think about it. I mean, I I'm it- talking like heavy. He put like, what's that? Like silver tape. Gorilla tape. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff is very sticky and it's very heavy duty. And then it's ripping your hair out. Oh, what were you? Go- were you trying to Google who got his butt cheeks st- st- taped together? Yeah, they didn't. They didn't say the name in the in the website that I found. <laughs> but uh, but when they when they take the tape off, it rips his skin off. Yeah, yeah, that's what they say in the in the in the movie. Oh, but it just rips a little bit of skin. It doesn't rip the skin off. Like it's not like Hellraiser or something like that, right? <laughs> no, but a little skin would suck still. Like I started having like now I see it and I sympathize with I think his name is Johnny actually oh, in the movie well, but um you know shit you don't see so you're you're you don't have empathy because you're a hairless little seal yeah aren't I'm you pretty hairless also it's just it you, must be nice you take the tape off slow 
Oh, no, but you it gotta had go the fast. hair, right? The hair. Okay, that's why it hurts so bad because the hair. The hair's ripping um, out of your asshole or your ass, not your ass. It would hurt, but also, it's not as much as. I don't know. Yeah, it's not good. Hey, you want me to say that? It's not good. It's not well, good. Yeah, but the I'm saying, uh, so like that seemed preposterous to me, even like growing up in the 90s. I now don't remember bullying like that happening in even public school that I went to. So I thought like, oh, that's the 80s. That's like archaic. But here we are in 2022. Shaving the head. Shaving the head of a person. So did he hunt them down and needs. kill the kids who did this? So that's what I hope. That's what I hope happens. Micah Parsons, who is a beast of a man. I mm-hmm. hope he hunted the kids down and caved their skulls in. But let's see what he actually did. Uh, so Parsons quickly sent out a tweet asking fans to help him locate the boy because this video went help viral. Help me locate the boy. How did the video go viral? Did the bullies post this on TikTok or some shit? That's wild. Uh, thank you, everybody, for the help. I've made contact. I wish everyone understand love is spread in multiple ways. Don't wait until we see pain and suffering, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there's no doubt that Parsons will have something special planned for this young man who obviously did not deserve to be treated this way. As great as Micah is on the field, he's quickly proving that he is equally great off the field as well. So he didn't beat the shit out of those bullies. I think he didn't go far enough. He should just give that kid a ton of money. Just yeah, just give his parents like fifty grand. Yeah. What's a ton of money? You think what's appropriate for that kid? Probably fifty grand's a ton. Yeah, I would imagine that's yeah. a ton. But he did just make a wild signing bonus. I do believe. He do did. check out Micah Parsons' contract. Let's let's check out his money situation, and then we can decide what's fair. What's inappropriate? Yeah, you know. Well, this reminds. This makes me think about how he is like on his second year, so he might not be making that much money, but. What does it say? Contract. Does it contract? Current contract. He's a wide receiver. He is a linebacker. Oh. Michael Parsons signed a four-year, seventeen million-dollar contract with the Dallas Cowboys, including a just last year, right? Yeah, including a ten million-dollar signing bonus. Damn. One million dollars for the kid. The fucking Cowboys are so rich. See, here's my issue with this stuff. Okay. Here's the thing: all the NFL teams have. Pretty much the same. They're dealing with the same. Cowboys amount. got. There's um, a salary cap. Cowboys like the Yankees of this. Sport, no, there's a salary cap in the NFL. It's not like oh. baseball where like one team has a payroll of like two billion dollars right. and one team has a payroll of forty thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no disparity. I mean, it's pretty. That's why there's so much parody in the NFL. That's why I love it. Because like, parody, like meaning like the worst team can become the best team. Oh, Look at right, the Bengals. Okay. They mm-hmm. had t- Joe Burrow. For two seasons, right. you know, they were the worst team in the league. They drafted Joe Burrow. Doing two great. seasons later, they're in the Super Bowl. So that's what I love about the NFL. And Micah Parsons, they leapt on him because he had a insane rookie year. Mm-hmm. So they and usually they could wait like a few seasons to extend their contract because they're on their rookie contract for. But he could have held out or whatever, I guess. Right. So it gets down to that murky thing. But at the end of the day, they're all dealing with the same amount, and they can shuffle things here and there for signing bonuses and stuff. Yeah, that, that is good. I guess I'd, I kind of knew that. That doesn't make sense while there's there's more equality in terms of the how you use your money. Now, spending money on facilities and coaching that and things like different. that. That is different. The Cowboys spend like crazy. Spend, exactly. Yeah. So that's yeah. where the disparity can come into play, and that's where a lot of times small market teams get left in the dust. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's could be the difference. But Micah, <clears throat> Micah, one million dollars for this fucking kid. I can't believe you didn't do it. I think that what should happen is not the players shouldn't pay it. The NFL should have a slush fund for players to 
allocate to people like this. You see, all, every Sunday you see this thing where, oh, we did this thing, this charity thing, the players went on did this stuff. Have the fucking owners paying this stuff. Have the owners out there doing stuff. They make the players seem like they're the ones who are the most wealthy, but it's the owners and stuff. Oh, sure. And they're just hiding back there being like, don't notice me that I have a <laughs> hundred times more than everyone here. I would hope many of the owners, and I think some of them do, would write a check at the very least. They're maybe not. They're not going out and playing catch with the kids. Yeah, but, but write a check. Like, write a oh, goddamn check. Hey, Micah, here's the check. I'll I'll pay for it. You keep your money. We like you happy with the money we're paying you. Right. So I'll fund the uh, the bully account. Because in reality, what is Micah Parsons going to do? He's going to bring the kid. The kid's going to stand on the side of the field. Yeah. He's going to like have his. Hopefully, you know, maybe he pays for the rest of his haircut. Um, I'm glad we didn't find that video. I didn't want to see the kid get his head shaved. Yeah. Um, but maybe they, I, I'm sure they didn't do a good job of it. You know what I'm saying? Also, why would they do that, I wonder? I don't know. That's a weird thing as a, maybe it's like a, do you ever do something as a kid and then find out it was like not cool? <laughs> like <laughs> you know everything I mean? you mean? Everything yeah, I guess, done? I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. But like you you don't have malicious intent and then like you look back Zubas? and you're like, oh, I wore Zubas all the time. I still wear Zubas all the fucking time. I need to get some Zubas again. Hell yeah, dude. Get I saw him. a Zubas Vikings hat. It's so ugly. I almost got it. I have way too many Zubas stuff. Zubas. Hell God. yeah, dog. Uh, do you know who Tom Brady is, obviously? Yeah, old Tom. Poor Tom. What God. do you think about all that with his marriage? I think it's sad. I feel like him and Rodgers are both just sad sacks now, and I feel they're so talented. Mm -hmm. But you know, part of being talented is knowing when to stop, leaving at the right time. Interesting. So you think it's wear and tear on them and not necessarily the – situations around them or perhaps maybe like in Tom Brady's case some mental stress. He doesn't look like he's sure, lost a step. He, it seems like the team something's just, happening. You know what it is? You were just talking about this. The number ones don't play in preseason. Tom Brady wasn't even at training camp. Didn't even That's show up until week one. You gotta be in the trenches, you know? Exactly. You gotta be with your with your guys, feeling the vibe. I feel like physically Tom Brady hasn't really lost a step, but I'm saying like the gelling of a team is a thing. As nerdy as I'm getting on this it really matters. This is why... It's a dance. Back to the to... Vikings. This is why they're doing well. You know what he don't see on commercials at all? Kirk Cousins. You know what he don't, you don't see on commercials? Kirk Just, Cousins is you maybe don't see them. the most boring quarterback in the history of time. He is so boring. And that could be good. He cares about a few things. He cares about God, mm -hmm. family, and football. He, all that's that matters. It. And for Russell Wilson is the same way, but add flying. He's also doing subway commercials and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That takes a mental toll. There was a you TikTok to of up. Russell Wilson pointing to the things he cares about, and it was family, faith, football, subway, flying. So he flies planes. Evidently, that's see, that's not that's taking your head someplace else. Do that when you retire. You yeah. do that stuff. And he's we're we're seeing him unravel. But yes, Dude, Kirk Cousins I feel has so taken bad the about mantle. Russell Wilson. He is so bland and so. I I mean I guess that's good. I think it's really good. He's also not the greatest, but you know what, Kirko? Support. I'm a diehard supporter. You know Kirko, what I say? Out there? I, I stand Kirk Cousins only because the man... You want to look up a contract situation? Oh, it's good. Look up Kirk Cousins' all-time uh, contracts. Just look up every... This man has made unbelievable amounts of money for borderline mediocre play. He got two fucking... Um, yeah. What do they call it? Franchise tags when he was playing for Washington, each for over $10 million. 
Then, What's a franchise tag? A franchise tag is when you can't come to terms with a player. What's that mean? Like you can't come to contract terms. So what the what the team can do is like one last thing and just they dump a shit ton of money to you. And I and every player, wow. depending on their contract, they get a higher or lower franchise tag. So Kirk Cousins, I think his franchise tag the first time around was ten million dollars, and then the second time around it would have been like I don't know. Does it say anywhere on there? Have you found anything? Well, this is the active contract wow, right now. Wow, a lot of money. And he's the highest paid quarterback I think in the league right now. No, he's not. I think he is more than Brady and and. Uh, oh yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. I think that's what that's why people hate him so much too, because he doesn't show up, and they're just like fucking cousins. You're... He has made a grip over the last. Damn. Like, and he might be the net wise, like netting money. He might be the wealthiest quarterback in the NFL that's active right now. That's cr- I did not know this. There's a lot I don't know. I'm, I'm Contracts a- are weird like that. And I mean, that's just a, a mistake that the Washington uh, football team, now the commanders, then the Redskins made at that time. They right. were having RG3. They didn't know what they were doing with Kirk Cousins. So get this. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins. Can we call him Big Kirko, please? Big Kirko. Big Kirko. Yep. He is the sixth highest earning player in NFL history. Oh, my God. Who's number five? <laughs> See if you can find the uh, list of that, and I want I would like to know those too. That's crazy. But here, while she's looking for that, we will. Uh, let me right now. He is making his current contract is w- for one year, mm-hmm. thirty five million dollars. Signing bonus twenty five million dollars. Garen- what, what are guys with that money? What does he do with that money? Back in twenty twenty, I don't know. Back in twenty twenty two, his base salary was only five million dollars. Or no, and uh, wait, hold on here. It can't be that last. That's last year. No, it's. Oh no, he got. Uh, so he. It's like it's part of the end of a contract. So I can't. We have it up here on the screen. Oh okay. Big Kirko for the two, two years the current active tra- contract. Active contract total value. 66 so okay, here mil. it is, right here. 2020, 2020 to twenty twenty two. Two years, sixty six million dollars. Signing bonus thirty million dollars. 2018 to 2020, three years, $84 million. He got franchise tagged in 2017, one year, $23.9 million. In 2016, he got franchise tagged for one year, $19.9 million. In 2012 to 2015, that was his entry-level contract, and he made $2 million over four years. So that was the- That is so much money. Yeah, dude. For a guy who's who hasn't really done anything, no. I think he's won two primetime games. Okay, but guess what? We got we got new new coach. It's changed everything. <laughs> it's changed everything. I'm not rooting man. against him. I'm just saying he yeah. has he has earned a grip. So let me see. Okay, that's the the rankings. Go down past. We don't need well, to see twelve. I'm just. I don't even see cousin. There he is. That that's, this must that's be an old. In, stat, that's huh? not be old. Yeah, that's that must be like from this is this is uh, 2022. Well, that could be just in the in the current. Uh, That's contract. Big Kirko for. So here we go. Here's the list. Tom Brady's number one, with a total earnings currently of three hundred thirty-two million dollars and point nine, I guess. Or so almost he uses that money. Million dollars for massages and like you know <laughs> yeah, str- stuff like that. Yeah, to kiss his children. Special food. Aaron Rodgers is number two with $305.6 million. He's buying uh, special bracelets and necklaces. He's buying, like, cool stuff for Shailene. Yeah, you can buy – well, they get they broke up. Yeah, but he's still probably – I think he still likes her. Did you hear Olivia Munn goes around trashing that guy, saying he's shit in bed? To Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Olivia Munn's got some uh, balls to be talking shit about anybody. 
Exactly. <laughs> okay. That makes me go like, I puts my brain in a pretzel. It's yeah, like the blacks yeah. and the Jews hating each other. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is bad in bed. Ooh, let me, uh, oh, never mind. I'm not going to say it. Uh, number uh, three on the list, Matthew Stafford of the LA Rams with $300 million. And number four, guy who just got benched and might not see the field who? ever again, Matt Ryan is number four on what the happened? all-time. Well, he got benched by the Colts because if he were to play anymore, he would get guaranteed more money, and he's playing like dog shit, so they're like, bench him. Really? Shut him down. Yeah. What a weird thing. It's a money. It's, it's money. money. And then money they're gonna, going to cut him maybe perhaps too, so another Damn. team could pick him up if they want, but he's been playing like such dog shit that mm. I don't believe they will. But the whole reason I brought out Tom Brady a while ago was because of the fact that uh, Antonio Brown has been trolling Tom Brady Who's he his, again? Antonio Brown is a wide receiver who used to play with Tom Brady. They won a Super Bowl together with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh-huh. And uh, during the COVID season, you know, Antonio Brown was kind of wild and out. He was acting a fool. The cops were always at his oh, house. Oh, he had the problems. He's the he guy had some who problems. took off his helmet, went on the field, right? He got yes. fined big time. And uh, he, at the time, Tom Brady was like, well, I can, I want to work with him. I can bring him in. So he, he welcomed him into his home. Mm-hmm. And during COVID, he, he lived with him. And uh, as time went on, you know, he obviously left the Buccaneers unceremoniously. Like you said, he ripped his jersey off and just walked off the field in New York and uh, was like, what's up? And He's got that like, cat bacteria thing, probably. <laughs> the one with He's the got, cat? <laughs> He's got it. He's got Dude, the that's what, that's what people are. I, I, you're not the first person to say that. Really? Yeah. Well, my wife that has worm a theory where that, it's um, like in their head where it's like the piss gets a worm in their head. Yeah. Some people think that um, all... Hollywood directors have that. All of them. Because you have to be psycho to do that job. They could be psycho from a different thing than the cat piss. But you have to have this confidence that doesn't make any sense. It's like asymmetrical confidence, but you need it to get the job done. Mm. And I've worked with guys who I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> You're doing a great job, but how, where is this coming from? <laughs> this has got to be some type of a bacterial infection that's giving you the ability to work like a fucking dog. And just, I don't know. Some guys are just insanely. I think that's a little bit more focused psychosis yeah. than what Antonio Brown is. And that's why I do agree with you about the cat thing with him. Because I think that cat worm thing is fucking, uh, it makes you really just off your rocker and well, it makes you act erratically. You have no fear too. And I don't think that you'd be able to direct a film if you had that. You know what I mean? Because you are so oh, erratic. Oh, I think you could. <laughs> you got a lot of support there. You got a lot of people who are like, um, "That's true." Actually, the train is coming, uh, <laughs> um, sir. Um, the train is coming in two minutes. It's okay. We'll get the shot off. We have we have, we have uh, tails. We got to shoot these tails. Okay, tail sticks. Let's go for it. Go for it. Okay, go. Um, the, the train is a minute away, sir. What are you it's looking fine. up? The cat piss uh, theory. Toxoplasmosis. Yeah. Mm. I kind of want to get it. I think at my old age, I might as well. You know what I mean? If I want to really shut it down and just co- kind of go for it. I need to level up. I got to just level up now. Le- this is leveling up? I'm you think ready this to is level like up. the limitless pill? Uh, <laughs> not. So. I think it's more just sort of like having no fear, saying whatever the fuck you want. It's like a weird version of, um, it's probably like a certain type of autism maybe. Like hmm. I need a little bit of that. I need like yeah. a bunch of things. It's like maybe being a drug addict, like you have a, you have a controlled addiction being um i don't know what it is but i feel like i could use a little toxoplasm in me i don't think you can get just a, a touch of it though i think it's all in or not all in you know I'm i mean i guess we'll have to find i don't want to be like antonio brown though i mean he is insane and yeah. why would he turn on tom brady who took him into his home because he's got toxo that's well that's he's, what i'm uh, saying i don't i don't think that that's something that is 
productive. But you're trying to get to the story here. I keep cutting you off. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not. I mean, what's you the story? Have, you have a great theory. I uh, He's been trolling him on online. Like he, the first, uh, at first when it came out that he had hired lawyers for a divorce, they showed yeah. this picture here where above you can see he tweeted that he was, just for no reason. It made me wonder while they were living together, do you think Antonio Brown cucked Tom Brady? No. Tom Brady seems like he could be into that. Oh, I guess so. You're right. That's maybe Tom Brady is into it. Yeah. But if you're into it, is that I guess technically it's cucking, cuckolding. That's that's exactly what it is if you're into it. Technically, but I don't know. I it's I have to look at this closer. But it feels like Antonio Brown is just what makes him good is what also makes him a psycho online. Perhaps, right? yeah. It's that thing. Well, he also uh, he he has no chill. He just continues. Justin M. sent this in. He released a savage post on his Snapchat, it says here, just before Brady's Buccaneers took the the field against the Panthers, who they got absolutely destroyed by, by the way. Yeah, that's so sad. I could, I, one of my best friends is a Bucs fan. You know, you're, do you ever root for your friends' teams? Kind no, of, not, you know? not a, I root for the Bills. <laughs> but you never, never like, oh, my friend's team is playing and we're watching it. I'm going to oh, root sure, for his yeah, team sure, as yeah. opposed to the team they're playing. Yeah, sure. Right. So he's a big Bucks fan, and I just like, I feel bad. I mean, the Carolina Panthers are Trash. absolutely terrible, and mm-hmm. they got ball. They, they put up what a field goal. Yeah, that's the crazy thing about all this. Do you stuff think now. this got to him before the game? I mean, what other explanation is there for his lack of abil- uh, lack well, of ability? The picture to... of, of him of his wife giving him like a, the most platonic hug ever <laughs> in front of everyone. <laughs> like this is nothing. <laughs> Why do you think he's doing it though? Because because Brown is a psycho. Yeah, he was taking his penis out at a pool in Dubai. Oh, that's a perfect sentence right there. <laughs> taking your penis out at a pool in Dubai. That's what Brady should tweet. Brady should just tweet, "Hey, hey, why don't you uh, take your penis out at a pool in Dubai?" Brady is not, uh, you know, above tweeting some he's uh, not. jokes and stuff. He like should that. be. He should be. But yeah. We just uh, we just said he made three hundred and thirty three million dollars in his life. He should hire someone to do like hire a guy who is just like hire you hire yeah. someone like you to just okay this is Josh he's taking over my Twitter he's a Bills fan but I tell you what he's a Tom Brady fan because he's been paid <laughs> and he's gonna take over my Twitter and if you come at me he's gonna level stuff that's gonna be. Not appropriate. I yeah, it's I know. Coming I, from him, it's not coming me. from him, not me. That's yes. exactly like a ghost writer for Twitter. That's interesting. If you put it, if you get out front of it, where you're like, I'm not writing these. This guy is. This is a quote from Josh Potter. Yeah. He's calling you uh, something yeah. that I'm not gonna say. <laughs> you know, something like about <laughs> some sort of a mental illness insult. <laughs> that's the that's the hardest thing I have trouble as a person who's growing older is using insults that are leveled. Uh, the mentally ill insults. Yeah. If you can't say psycho, I say psycho all the time. Oh, I'm not stopping saying spaz, psych. I'm sorry, folks. The spaz thing to me is outrageously ridiculous. Yeah. That's like really splitting hairs. The best was someone who it was a certified spaz being like, keep it coming. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not the thing. Care. Usually people who are the thing in which the word is about don't care. I don't know how. Yeah. I mean, it's like one or two people are like, and then- you know, they make like a whole organization all of a sudden and then yeah. they're writing letters. It's pretty outrageous. But for the most part, normal people 
you know, we can all laugh at ourselves, you know? That's what I'm I always say. I'm a blind say. idiot or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. I don't... It's... Yeah, I have late, I have women's shoulders. <laughs> Actually, a costume assistant said that to me one time to my face, <laughs> and it's the meanest thing anyone's ever said to me. Like, the, a girl you working have, on the show... That is really rude, This actually. is how she said it. She's like, it's okay. You have your little lady shoulders. Oh, what a cunt. Right before a scene. And I'm like, oh my God, fucking Tony, are you serious? What a bitch. And I didn't realize I had lady shoulders, and now I realize, oh, that's why, like, I can wear a smaller size than most <laughs> men's things, because I have, like, lady shoulders. Oh my God. <laughs> and yeah, she but, like, said it in the nicest, sort of like the most... I mean, she was someone who I'm talking about, she was someone who would get into, she would talk shit about other oh. people on set, other girls, you know, like, she says, she does this, she fucking sucks, and I'm like, okay, so you're like a, you're the, you're the shit talker. So she, but that's the thing, she said it in a way that's like, mm, bitch, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was kind of like, oh, I'm saying it nicely, but is she? It's like one of those backhanded, like. Yeah, definitely backhanded, but. Like I, sarcastic almost, like, sarcastic. oh, your little lady shoulders. Oh, fuck you. Mm-hmm. I would have been, that makes me mad that she said it in that tone, too. She did say Condescendingly. it in a way. It was funny, though. It was funny, so that's why sure. I didn't mind, because I was, I was laughing at how brazen it was. So that's yeah, yeah, why it was kind of cool. Like, oh my God, you just said that to me. It's so But it's so more crazy. of like, I would have laughed and been like, fuck you. You know, like, I yeah. like what a, because it stings. It did sting. It would sting that she said it's but so. But at the same time, it opened my eyes up and now I know. How do you get rid of lady shoulders? You don't. They just exist. Yeah, I mean, I, I can lift weights a bunch, but you can't really change your bone structure. Should we start a foundation for gentlemen uh, with the Pemberton lady shoulders, lady shoulders foundation <laughs> here at the PLSB PL, <laughs> Pemberton lady, PLSF hi I'm Johnny Pemberton this is the PLSF we're sending out tens of thousands of dollars to children to men all over the world <laughs> who have men. lady shoulders to grown men who have female shoulders do you suffer from being incredibly androgynous <laughs> well there's nothing you can do about it make it work for you at the PLSB, <laughs> make it work for you. Surprise, a lot of women like an androgynous man. <laughs> you just got to find them. Are you sick of being discriminated against for your lady shoulders? Are you sick of being called ma'am on the phone? <laughs> Are you sick of having people walk into the men's bathroom, look at you, do a double take, go out and check the sign, then come back in and look at you again? <laughs> Are you tired of wearing children's clothes? Uh, I wish I can go back. I, You know, I've uh, had some body issues lately. I've started doing really? yoga. Body getting, issues, I'm huh? I'm getting fat. You're not getting fat. You look fat. Well, you know, people say that, but I uh, I feel fat. And well, so I'm, I'm getting you, into shape. As a, you know, What are you doing to get in shape? Trying to do yoga. Okay. I'm, do, I'm trying hard. To, I mean, like, I think I'm doing it. Right. I found out that uh, child's pose is just how I normally sit. Oh, okay. When you had your feet tucked, like a little child. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I've, it's kind of speaking of demeaning terms. Child's pose. Child's pose. I go. Well, this is how I sit. So I, I'm, I'm like, that's kind of fucked up that they call it that. Have you ever seen any of those, uh, those big time old school yogis? There's this guy BKS Ayengar. No. He's dead. This guy. He's dead. <laughs> he has a cool body. Ooh. If you look up this old man, BKS Yengar. Good luck spelling that. Let's watch him spell This guy it. has the body. <laughs> Nailed it in one. Oh, you would know Dude. that too, I feel, Rob. <laughs> you like, yeah, you had so it ready to go. You got to look at look at topless or look, you know, him without a shirt on and stuff. This guy looks 
He looks crazy. He looks not in shape. Are those his eyebrows? But I, yeah, they are. He's got those these crazy are eyebrows. Wizard of Oz ass eyebrows. Huh? This guy could probably rip both of our fucking arms off. I feel like he is so strong. He does these poses where. But he has tits, doesn't he? He does. That's what I'm saying. The whole thing of having like body dysmorphia, thinking you look bad. This guy puts it all to shame. Doesn't fucking matter what you look like because he can do stuff that nobody can do. This guy is strong. He's like supernaturally strong. But do you, do you think he's he's fucking this guy? This guy was probably beyond fucking. Oh, they're both nodding. Yes. He probably, like I yeah, think this guy was fucking, fucking. No, I think this guy is so flexible. He'd literally fuck himself. Yeah, but do you think exactly. he was fucking can like he's one of those guys that No, this was is this is not a bad guy. R A P E N. As okay. of this date, as of let's see. As of Tuesday, October twenty second, twenty fifth, this guy, <laughs> he's dead. He is not. He is not a um, the other guy. He's not a bad. He's guy. not bad. We haven't found anything. No, else. this guy is like the real deal. Okay, good. And he has this whole school. He found that he's one of the most famous yogis of all time. But this guy's body, to me, it's so cool because he doesn't look. It looks kind of gnarly. Yeah, he doesn't so look strong. like uh, he's got real parts. He can do these poses where he'll stand and something you can't even do for a second. He'll stand there for 20 minutes. Oh, my God. He could probably crush your head in there. I mean. Yeah, he's nuts. I don't even know where his, his penis is. Also, the interviews his he has. His penis is flexed up somewhere in there. He's a great speaker, too, because he's such a hardcore. He doesn't like like stuff. It's flowery. He's, he'll say, like, oh, this is bad. This is stupid. You're stupid. Oh, that's He's cool. kind of like um, that guy. Trogum Chumpa, you know him? No. I don't he's, know any of these people. Oh, well, but this Trumpa, is a, these are immense athletes, too. Chogum was more of like, he was this guru who would smoke and drink and do cocaine and acid. He would do tons of shit all the time, but he would still, uh, he said, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's all just doesn't matter at I all. I like that. Yeah, he was cool. Very cool I'm going to look that guy up for sure. That sounds like my cup of tea yeah, right Trogum, there. There's a famous picture of him wearing a suit, putting a gun in his mouth. Oh, that's this guy's yeah. cool. Chogim, I think it's Chogim Trumpa. I just like the idea of like I'm gonna smoke, I'm gonna drink, I'm gonna do drugs, yeah, and I'm just gonna yoga it out of my body. There's supposedly this story about some family, a famous family. I can't remember who it is, but like a famous actor family, and they had to they spent like a hundred thousand dollars on cocaine for Chogim Trumpa. <laughs> <laughs> like, how cool is that? That's the best. I hope someday someone spends. That kind of money. Like, imagine me. that, like, a James Taylor or yeah. someone like that. You keep asking him for money to get to get you cocaine. Where'd all the money go? Well, I just spent half a million dollars on cocaine for this <laughs> guru who we have living in our house. And he would impart wisdom there upon them and things like yeah, that? Yeah, he was like, he is the best guy because his whole thing was against spiritual materialism yeah so he's like anti all the bullshit like oh you have to find your uh, space all the flowery all like the stuff where it's um delicate or uh, all the stuff where it's you know when you call someone out for being like statusy like yeah. mat- like putting up airs like the status version of religion and spirituality but like when people do it where it's statusy mm-hmm. he it was anti that he would call it out all the time so he was kind of like this force of, because um, back in the 70s, that shit was so popular, it became almost like a, a status symbol that you'd wear your Buddhist sure. philosophy shit. And he would just talk shit about that because right. it was so rampant that he was going in their direction. It's but, like crystals and shit Yeah, like that. all the stuff where it's um, like the high-mindedness, sort of the elite version of it, or what's the word? Uh, commercialization. Commercialization. He called it spiritual materialism, mm. which I think is the best term for yeah. it. Yeah. 
but yeah, no, I mean that that would be the coolest thing too is like to be a guy that's like, oh, I'm gonna be the yogi or like not the yogi, but the guru of uh, of of like a star. I'll come move in. You have to supply me with X amount of cocaine. Tons of cocaine, tons of pills. All I need is coke and pills, and uh, I'll supply the rest for myself. It's like that guy, too, in that, what was that uh, documentary called? The one with the... Uh, Wild Wild Country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh, guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, guy yeah. was juiced up like crazy. Oh, sure. Gacked he was getting injections and stuff yeah. of like ketamine and heroin and stuff. Gacked to the gills, baby. Gacked to the gills with the sweetest pills you can get. <laughs> I need to be gacked to the gills with the sweetest pills, please. <laughs> that sounds like a rap song. I must I like be that. gacked to the gills. Dude, thank you so much for uh, coming in to do the pod, my man. I've been trying to do this for a minute. Yeah. I'm so glad we finally could. Please plug uh, things that you'd like to plug again if you have any. Yeah, you just check me out online. Check him out. On, he's on the webs. Google my name. Check me out. Check him out. Like and follow. Get stuff. <laughs> Touch me really tough and rough. <laughs> Touch me. Man. Thanks so much, Josh. Was really cool. Touching all your butts. Taping two together. Now I can't shit. Mm. <laughs> oh my God, my butt's taped. I can't even fucking sit. Mm. Standing up. Shitting in my ass. Stays there. <laughs> Grinning in the glass. Poo. <laughs> fuck, fuck you. Tom Brady gonna cut my hair. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady should swoop in and be like, "Actually, I'll I'll do I'll help this kid more than you." <laughs> yeah, right. I can't. We're still continuing the podcast. It's over. Okay. Uh, Thanks no, for having me, dude. Fun. Thank you for coming in. And yeah. by the way, thank you uh, for checking out the show. Josh Potter Show at gmail.com is where you can send in anything you want, music, articles, whatever it may be. Send it there, and uh, come see me in Buffalo, December twenty second, twenty third. Tickets on sale. Buffalo. Helium Comedy Club. Uh, at Josh underscore Potter on Instagram, at J underscore Potter on Twitter. And uh, like, rate, review, subscribe. And we will see you next Tuesday right here in the Roach Motel on the oh. Josh Potter Show. Bye.